0: Okay.
1: <laughs> We're so
0: syncopated. We are. We're so syncopated. It was Oh
1: my god.
0: Full disclosure, this is our Jesus our Christ. second time through with this
1: ghost. <laughs> we got about
0: 15 minutes in <laughs> when I realized that my computer had shut down. Three minutes in.
1: Three fucking minutes in, and it was you. Was you started off with such a great story about going to the supermarket.
0: <laughs> it was horrible. It was a horrible story. It was a nightmare of a story. Went to the grocery store. It took me two and a half hours to go to two stores, and I still don't, didn't get any toilet paper. I don't <laughs> need it yet, but still, I feel like I should have it at this point because I Look, normally I would have a needs... whole other batch. Everyone and now just I needs
1: don't. to calm the fuck down and just resolve to. <laughs> Taking a shower after you dump.
0: Right. You right. Know,
1: problem solved. Like I yeah. I think once we're through this, there's so many there's gonna be so many, like, so many acreages of rainforest just gone forever because of all the toilet paper. Yeah. And paper towels. For real. So you when you texted me this morning, Jamie saying, like, the stores are crazy. I was like, I turned to Devin and I was like, Devin, you better go to the store now. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and he went and was... didn't and didn't really have a problem and aren't
0: our... Well, and it may they may have just stocked up. But Maybe some like, people when like. I went.
1: I was kind of crazy, but we have we yeah. are our uh, we have a shopping center because we live in the neighborhood here. It's what we right. call it. It's affectionate, uh, and it's affectionate term. It's the neighborhood, but it's um. There's something about a grocery store in the neighborhood where it's like we don't play. We're just kind of like, yeah, this is shit. Okay, whatever. We're used to being yeah. disenfranchised, so this is not. We don't panic buy.
0: Right. You know, I was surprised because I went to Target and then I went to Sprouts. And Sprouts has been pretty good because everybody's going to the big box stores or they're going to Walmart or to Costco or stuff like that. So Target's been decent, but not as good as Sprouts. Sprouts has almost always had everything that I need.
1: Yeah, uh, I went there a couple week, uh, three or four weeks ago. After well, the last time I was able to come over to your place, I went to Sprouts to get a couple things, and they have had just about everything That's except yeah. paper products. But right, I, I don't know right. why there's such um, a run on paper products.
0: Well, I read this thing that said that the problem is the restocking. Like the people went through and they bought it all, but then the restock is the problem because these toilet paper companies had two different types of uh, of production, and one is for residential use and one is for commercial use uh, and so now all their commercial businesses are not buying up the stock but they can't just turn around and and sh- and put commercial use toilet paper pack because the packaging is totally different oh yeah, that into, yeah so logistically uh,
1: it's kind of a nightmare
0: residential purchases and so that's what the restock problem is and are they switching over to doing more residential and i feel like the way things are going I would be surprised if a lot of businesses didn't continue using home, like work from home. Like, yeah. Especially with the difference in pollution.
1: Like, oh, my God. That's yeah. insane. Well, I think a lot of businesses might kind of learn like, hey, we can save a lot of on, on like lease and overhead. real estate overhead by just having people mm-hmm. work from home. I think their only concern is productivity because people just – it takes a lot of discipline to work from home and still get the same amount of work done when you don't have someone – Physically there to breathe down your neck, yeah, but I think right. once we've gotten out of this lockdown, people will have kind of adjusted to it because it'll become a habit. Like I mean, you right, you right. and I have worked for home from home for years, so this is right. nothing new for us. But Brandon has been working from home for the past month or so, or six weeks actually, and he's like, yeah, this is it's taking some getting used to, but he's slowly, but surely finding that he's more productive at home.
0: So is Jack. He feels like he gets a lot more done. Now, that doesn't mean everybody that he works with is getting as much done. Yeah, yeah. But he is. Now, I know that we have to be separated uh, because he does a lot of phone calls and things like that. Mm -hmm, And if mm -hmm, I'm in mm -hmm. the same space, I can't not eavesdrop. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's just a thing I can't do. And wait. so if I'm trying to get some work done or something else done, you have to stop and be like, wait, impossible. wait,
1: someone, what's happening? Yes. I'm the same way. Wait. Well, that's why we have yeah. um it's really good because there's there, there's three of us in this uh, apartment and it's a large enough apartment that we each have our own areas. So Brandon's got the office during the day, which you can close mm-hmm. himself off in there. Mm-hmm. I usually hang out in the bedroom because our master bedroom is massive and we have a television in there now so I can like work out and like catch up on Better Call Saul or Hannibal, whatever I'm watching, right. and uh, those, that's what I've been watching lately. I finally got around to watching Hannibal after all these years, and it's its, it's okay. Um, <laughs> not as great as Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul is just fucking amazing television. If you haven't seen it, I urge you all to watch it. Uh, anyway, but uh, and Devin will kind of work on his cosplay stuff in the, the living room, so we all have our own areas where we can kind of, so we don't get sick of looking, looking at each other.
0: Right. Yeah. You know.
1: And then at night, we come together for dinner, and then we play video games.
0: That's what we do. We also mm-hmm. play video games at lunch.
1: Sometime we'll do that, so. too, depending on how the day is going. But just knowing that we have the option to kind of separate ourselves out it makes it a lot easier for mm-hmm. us. I, I, my heart goes out to anyone that doesn't have that option, that's, like, hunkered down with, like, several people that you can't get away from. Right, God or hunker
0: down alone for those of you that are completely by yourself.
1: Oh yeah, that I know yeah. has got to be
0: a challenge. So we are definitely thinking of y'all because.
1: Well, wow. we are here to keep you entertained with spooky shit going on in the outside world.
0: That is right. Hey, we have a stories.
1: We do, and this we is story. we have a stories. We have a stories.
0: This is the kind of content you you're guys are turning, getting you're right turning, now.
1: You're turning into the internet, Jamie. Um, um,
0: well, because this is the second time we started this (laughs) and it's the third time we've tried today
1: it is to be fair the first time wasn't a technical issue it was just like right as we started uh devin showed up with the groceries and i was like oh brandon's in a meeting and he can't get away from it i've got to go down and help him because he's got like six weeks worth of groceries and he can't bring that up by himself nor should he have to so i was like jamie ah give me 15 minutes and jamie was like uh let's just do it 2:30 instead of like. Yeah,
0: because we have, because lunch was coming up with Jack and we have lunch together and. Yeah. And then we play video games. We had to murder bandits. That's what we had to do.
1: I get it. Well, speaking of murder. Oh. (laughs) This first story comes from Candace. Yay, Candace. Candace. This is such a great story. Greetings from the Miami murder cruise, says Candace. Hello, it's Candace once again. Hello, Candace. You said you wanted cruise ship stories. Well, I have one for you. We boarded a ship in Fort Lauderdale on March the 5th, destined for the southern Caribbean islands. Nine glorious nights of overeating, overdrinking, and white people white peopling. I want to (laughs) say, and white people over white peopling. Um, Right, yeah. I love it. I want to also point out that you you disembarked from Fort Lauderdale on the Ides of March. Anyway, now, of course, I know what you're thinking. Do you, Candace? Do you? With the looming pandemic, daylight savings time, a full moon, Friday the 13th, and Ides of March, all happening in the same week. Why were we going? Well, we worked hard to save for the vacation. For
0: content!
1: Right. <laughs> and we didn't think we'd get much of a refund. We knew with enough preparation yeah. and obsessive handwashing we should be in the clear. Cross your fingers and wash the shit out of them.
0: Well, back then, we thought that was the case. Back then... Uh, part of America was still saying it was a hoax. Yeah. Part of America still is. But oh. uh, yeah, but that was and like the, that was the same and those week. Those are the people we going out and voting. That's Liverpool. what's scary. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. But oh. that was
0: the same weekend we went to Liverpool. Yeah. And so I mean we we were like, oh my gosh, it would be it's riskier being here than it is being in Liverpool. So
1: if we'd known then what we, we knew we really now, <laughs> we'd been like fuck, we're just we're just gonna stay in the UK. Um yeah. Anyway, back to Candace's story. We got on the ship, and like any good cruiser, we started our vacation with drinking. (laughs) Before we ate dinner, we decided to grab a snack at the buffet, because that's what you do before you eat. You eat. Uh, It's then that we noticed uh, the ship wasn't moving, and a small Coast Guard boat was floating alongside us. Mmm, seldom a good sign. My husband and I wondered if someone was being evacuated, as we were only a few hours from Miami. Uh, Putting that out of our minds, we ate dinner, made friends, and found found our way to the bar hosting karaoke to listen to the sweet siren song of drunk people trying to hold a tune. (laughs) Oh, ships. During the midst of someone attempting to sing a song from Frozen, because of course, I heard heard the emergency alarm sound. Now the alarm was familiar from our muster drill a few hours prior, so I found it strange that I was hearing it so soon. Uh, For those of you that don't know, a muster drill is when they, before the ship disembarks, they collect everyone into various muster stations assigned by cabin. Uh, this is basically where you collect to to pile onto the lifeboats that they have uh, on various decks. It's not. It's, it's your m-
0: emergency name yeah, it's area.
1: Muster, not mustard. It's not a sandwich making contest. Uh, the phrase "star code" and a floor number followed the alarm. I didn't know what it meant at the time, but a Google search told me that it announces a medical emergency. Oh God! I'd have been like, "Fuck it! <laughs> I'm I'm <laughs> I'm swimming back to the mainland. I'm fucking Take out." Him out! Tatum Turn out. out. <laughs> uh, I was on my third martini then. I would have been too, and I'd still fucking just drunkenly swim. I don't recommend that, by the way, but I would have done it. I was on my third martini and distracted by the well-built personal trainer hosting karaoke. I had to just asked him to join me. Uh, uh, so I put all this in the back of my mind. When I stumbled out of bed the next morning, bleary-eyed and hungover, I noticed the boat wasn't moving. When I opened my window, I saw condos? The schedule said we had two days at sea before we arrived in Aruba, so we wouldn't be there already. The captain made an announcement at 7 a.m., saying we docked in Miami due to passengers with medical emergencies. I'd been, I'd Mm -hmm. been, nope, I'd have just jumped off the boat. The passengers left the ship. You would have
0: wondered, you would have been freaking out, am I the one with the medical emergency and nobody's told me? That's what you would be thinking.
1: Get out of my head, Jamie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The passengers Uh left the ship and we would resume our journey once we had clearance. So having access to cell service again, I did what any nosy human does. I loaded up the Facebook group I joined before the cruise to see if my fellow passengers had any gossip. Mm, I like Mm. your style, Candace. I like your style. Rumors were flying around uh, about what had happened, and hearsay was rampant. The facts are thus. One, someone may have had a heart attack. (laughs) I love how that's a fact. Um, Two, someone fell from a 12th deck balcony and landed on the lifeboats stored on deck five. Their death oh. was instant. Ooh, death by lifeboat. Irony. Finding real answers was hard to do because none of the crew were talking. Granted, I'm sure they had legal reasons for not doing so, but that, of course, did not stop the rumors. My husband met a passenger with the balcony in view of the lifeboats who happened to see the body of the woman who fell. They said she was wearing silk pajamas, which happened to blend in with all the blood. Huh. Uh. Uh, there are rumors of an argument happening in her room and that her husband left the ship in handcuffs.
0: Ooh! <gasps> dun, dun, dun!
1: You don't even have to leave the mainland for this kind of entertainment. I later heard <laughs> that the woman in red silk pajamas was very drunk, shockingly, and perhaps had gone to, uh, out on the balcony to vomit. Don't... Pro tip, if you go on a cruise... First of all, don't. But secondly, if you're if you're there anyway and you're going to vomit, don't vomit up your fucking balcony. It's just going to end up in someone else's balcony.
0: Well, also, if you're in your room...
1: Just vomit in the toilet or the bathtub bath or a trash can. There's so many yeah. options. Why do people go, oh, I know, I'll open a window. Like, that's never... Hmm. <sighs> Sorry, where was I? Where was I? Uh, she overestimated how far she needed to lean over and toppled over the edge. Everyone had a different story and we were stuck on the boat for several days, which allowed speculation to grow. We sat in the port of Miami, wondering if we were dealing with an accident, a suicide, or a murder. Murder. (laughs) Unsure what this would do to our timeline, boat life continued as it must. The crew was clueless, so we weren't getting any answers from them. We got back on our way and the journey continued, although with a hint of trepidation. Yeah.
0: I would imagine <laughs> that would be the case. Yep. Uh,
1: merriment continued. Trepidatious merriment. Doesn't that define who we are now? Um, <laughs> it really does. Continued the only way white people know how to do awkward dancing and alcohol. I feel like like I've been on a cruise for the past four weeks. At some point, (laughs) at some point during, uh, around midday, I looked out on the water and noticed the horizon line rising as if we were turning. Since this was tea time for me, I didn't pay much attention. Besides, I was not near the map and... Maybe there was a hard turn around Cuba? (laughs) Um, The second (laughs) night was much like the first. We booked a fancy dinner and began overeating and overdrinking once more. Yet, in the middle of the dinner, another announcement sounded. The captain informed us that we were returning to Miami again due to medical emergencies. The details were scarce, and the paranoia began to increase with some of the passengers. Shit, I'd have been... I'm I'm just going to crawl on the fucking walls. I'm hanging off chandeliers, (laughs) spray-bottling anyone that tries to get me down. (laughs) Uh, I heard the next morning that several passengers wanted to disembark. It was not allowed because we were at a cargo dock and uh, we were uh, uh, at a cargo dock and not a place with proper customs. However, the passengers with the emergencies did leave. Uh, being back in Miami, I returned to having service and hopped back on Facebook. They also had little details, but the consensus was that two people left the ship, took a selfie, and hopped in a taxi, to which they found frustrating and not at all. Worthy of turning around. The speculation (laughs) ranged from someone having a stroke to the passengers learning that they were exposed to coronavirus and urged to leave. Regardless of the reason, we were now two days behind schedule and most of us had no idea whether we were going to make it to an island. I myself enjoy being on a ship at sea, but even I was getting cabin fever. Uh, The captain provided an updated itinerary uh, and the rest of the vacation went as planned. Well, mostly. We were not going to make it to Grand Cayman and only had a few hours in Caraco. Regardless of what happened, if the boat wasn't haunted before, it likely is now. I cannot get over the mental image of a woman in red silk pajamas and how she found herself on a lifeboat. Dead. Mm. I am glad that I paid the extra money to not have a balcony right above the lifeboats. Are you kidding? I wanted a balcony. I wouldn't want a balcony just for that reason. (laughs) <laughs> gotta watch um, everybody I just want to know what's going on I'm on the ship if now if there was
0: not that person with the balcony that could look at the uh, lifeboats we wouldn't know what happened
1: Oh uh, I'm off the ship now <laughs> she said sorry at first I thought she said I'm on the ship now I'm like you're still on the ship um, I'm off the ship now but sadly the crew has to stay on board anchored out to sea for 30 days before they can leave they were all lovely and I hope the best for them all stay healthy Candace Woo, Candace thank you for that, that was again good. again that was good, I Candace. hate cruises and this is why you know, I hate them yeah. don't do it don't do it I get it I get it and then, we had the same experience we were supposed to be in Grand Cayman and instead they took us to to where where do we go where do they route us to it was like our our booking agent Gilbert referred to it he's like oh it's where it's where we all go to get our teeth whitened for cheap like <laughs> it's the, <laughs> yeah, it's that's the only so thing words. it's the only thing to do there apparently oh shit. Man. Fucked up. Well, thank
0: you for that, that story. You. That's what we want. That's the beautiful stories. That's
1: I do, great. Candace. Perfect. I loved your investigative prowess.
0: Yeah, me too. Get to the bottom of that shit. All right. <laughs> Not the bottom next of the step.
1: ship, bottom of that shit. <laughs> yes. Okay. All
0: right. Mustard, mustard. Different. <laughs> uh, next story is from Kat. Yay, Candace and Cat. First. Kat. I love the podcast, and I just won a poetry award for a poem kind of based off the episode Maleficia.
1: Ooh.
0: Ooh. Now, on to my story. I like it. Like You got to send that Hersy shit in. Mom drop. I know. I want to hear your poem. Now, on my story. There are a lot of things that have happened from my mom seeing figures watching her sleep and hearing children calling for her in the middle of the night as the rest of us sleep to my dog... Uh, My usually quiet dog mean barking and growling at seemingly nothing in the middle of the day in a room not often used.
1: There are three incidents that I can
0: remember vividly. The first one is one night uh, we were having a family night and I walked into the kitchen to look for something when I heard a knock on the door. I looked up and the only thing I saw were two red eyes staring through the door window. I ran out of the kitchen to grab my parents. They walked in and saw nothing. Then there was the one where my phone disappeared, and later started texting my parents and siblings that I was in the attic, which I don't like to do and avoid going up there.
1: Uh, fucking attic. That's why. Hashtag fucking attic.
0: <laughs> yeah. We still didn't find my phone until years later when I was cleaning and found it in an old desk drawer that was next to the attic. However, my family the thinks fuck? we know. I know, it's weird. However, my family thinks we know who was texting people. My aunt, Maud, who we blame on most of the ghostly happenings. In the attic was the, her old hat chest where she kept her most beloved hats. We don't have the hats, but I think that she's a chat attached to the chest regardless. The next incident, I know, was not my aunt, Maud coming down for a visit. The, ne- uh, the night of my sister's birthday... Oh, it was the night of my sister's birthday, and we were in our room sleeping. Our beds were separated by the drawers, and our room was on the second floor with windows that overlooked the street. I woke up at some point that night because I felt like someone was watching me. I looked over... It's always a great way to wake up, isn't it? I looked over Uh to the edge of my bed, and there stood a lady with long white hair who was wearing an older period dress, and she was completely white. I don't just mean pale. I mean she would have been translucent if she hadn't been so solid.
1: Was she singing karaoke?
0: Oh, very, very pale. <laughs> like, uh, how
1: white are we talking?
0: On a scale of one to ten, how <laughs> drunk was this spirit?
1: On a scale from on a scale from, <laughs> a scale from uh, Hamptons to cruise ship, how white? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Uh, 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 Lady white, I don't mean to pale, I mean translucent, solid. Okay. I was frozen in terror as I watched her slowly walk up the length of my bed before smiling at me and walking right out of the window where she disappeared. I stayed frozen for the rest of the night and no one else believed me. I haven't seen her since, but I am still wary when I open my eyes in the middle of the night. Trauma. (laughs) Some other things have happened, like hearing people walk around when no one else is home and objects moving around me. However, there are a few furry spirits hanging around, at least around me. There are times when I'm about to fall asleep and I suddenly feel something hop off the bed and nestle <clears throat> in the area around my knees. It's a cat. Uh. I have never seen them, but the feeling is the same one when my cats would cuddle up with me at night. It doesn't happen Aww. often, but recently I noticed that when I'm alone in bed, Something usually hops on with me.
1: Oh, but that's a that's uh, a friendly spirit at least.
0: It's true. Cat knows Aww. about cats. That's what
1: that's about. <laughs> They're like, you are a cat person, literally. This one comes from Penelope. Delby says, my daughter saw Michael at Anime Iowa. Oh, I did. Yes, thank you. She wished Jamie Markey was there, but no sad fate. She loves both of your voice acting. We have been listening to the podcast for a while now. Well, she has also listened to me tell about the ghost I have at work. My co-workers named him or her Jody. A few stories in particular she wants me to tell. I love how it's like my daughter want to put me up to this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is what she wants me to say. We get it, Penelope. We get it. You totally wouldn't be doing this if not for your daughter. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was in the back room. Uh, now, when you enter the back room, you must go through a door with a keypad lock. After going in and down to the other end, sometimes you hear the door open and shut again. So when my coworker was looking for me uh, so she could start her break, I wasn't paying attention because, well, I'm I, I used to uh, I'm used to the door sound i'm used to the door shutting whatever well she was right next to me and my reaction was oh human (laughs) (laughs) after the after the day went on nothing seemed out of the ordinary but breaks were about to be soon so i figured i'd get some stuff done before then I'm in the back, next to said back door, yet again, not paying attention, sorting empty cans and bottles into bins, heard the door keypad hit numbers, heard the door open, heard the door close. saw a shadow of someone walking up to me. I didn't turn in the middle of sorting and and said before looking up, yeah, go ahead. I looked up, finished my sentence, and no one was there. (laughs) There was a shadow. No one was there. There There's a shadow. No one was there. I'm just going to say that again. No one was there. There was a shadow, but no one was there. There was a shadow, but no one was there.
0: there No one was there,
1: but there was a shadow. That's
0: creepy. (laughs) I mean, that's That's creepy in that, like, oh, you're not a human.
1: (laughs) How is it casting a shadow? There's nothing there to block the light. It's fucked up. I was told that's how shadows worked, and now I have to redefine. (laughs)
0: There is science.
1: Some that's some Peter Pan bullshit. It is. Um, I stopped sorting, just stood there for a second, looking between the shadow and the empty space back and forth. <laughs> I had to ask, I can visualize yes. that right, <laughs> like, no, 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 like you're watching shadow, an invisible tennis match. But there's
0: not a person,
1: there's sure, there's, there's no a shadow. There's shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask, Yes, Jody, the shadow disappeared. <gasps> I went back to the rest of my sorting. I <laughs> could just right. like, yep. Well, that'll happen. Um, it's not just the back room. Jody has done other things. Myself and a coworker closed together on a Saturday. Uh, we are not open on Sundays, so both the coworker and I open up Monday morning to have. A... Both the coworker and I open Monday morning to have. A... I'm sorry. I'm missing. I lost my place. Um <laughs> The coworker and I open Monday morning. And every aisle had something on the floor. We did not leave it like that when we left on Saturday. Just for the record, the weirdest <laughs> thing: the candy aisle had three different types of bags of candies on top of each other—Hershey's, Snickers, and Milky Way. Oh, hey, mm. thank you. This I mean, this that's podcast a brought selection. to you. Right. I mean, it's like that's that's what I would get. Like the chocolate shit. Leave the leave this like the salty sour candies alone. Give me the chocolate.
0: Give it Um, to all. Why not all?
1: Here's the thing. She says they are not in the same area. Oh, so they couldn't have just dropped on top of each other like drunken sailors. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a theme to this podcast today?
0: (laughs) Yay. Accidental Uh, themes.
1: I've got a lot more stories because, well, I kind of need a job and well Jody isn't saying anything mean, just fun to have around when we when we hire new staff. Be safe and healthy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's great. Oh
0: that was a good story. Oh. All right. That's a good story.
1: I love it. The candies.
0: Oh, good. Makes me
1: think it makes me think it's a little kid ghost. Yeah. That sounds like something a little kid would do. Like, I want these candies.
0: These three, please. First, Thank I'm an you. adult
1: who would also do that. So I'm like right. it could be a good I would like these
0: these three chocolates. Uh, next, we have Tamara. Tamara! Uh, last year, I lost my husband to cancer. I was at work Aww. when I received the call from a friend. The t- uh, they had gone by to check on him and spend some time together, but when my husband didn't answer the door or phone, they got worried and called an ambulance. I rushed home in time to see the EMTs loading him into the ambulance, but I knew it wasn't good because he was in a closed bag. I called my landlord. Oh. I don't like that they didn't let you know that any of that um i called my landlord to inform her of what happened she asked if i would be interested in moving to a different unit in our complex and i agreed she also asked if she could go into the apartment and i again said yes i took my dog to my mother's house and went to deal with a hospital bank and funeral home when i came back i saw the landlord carrying a new mattress up the stairs and into the apartment she had asked if i had wanted while i had been gone to Two or three hours. She had called her kids and husband to help her move all my things upstairs for me. She also ordered takeout and moved all my deposits so I wouldn't have to cook or have extra expenses. She's a saint. Yeah. Wow.
1: No I'd kidding. Say that she
0: is. Good. That's fantastic.
1: Jeez. Uh,
0: they ripped out the carpet and cleaned the apartment and had the electricity turned off by 4 p.m. <sighs> we said our goodbyes and my mother uh, brought my dog to me. After a few hours of grieving, I took my dog downstairs to use the bathroom. As we passed one of the windows to the apartment I had just left, I noticed a light on in the closet. The landlord Mm -hmm. hadn't collected my key yet, so I texted her that I was going to shut the light off and I'd leave the key on the counter, since she had the only other copy and locked the bottom lock. We went in, and I flipped the living room light, since it was beginning to get dark out. Click. Nothing. My dog started growling and cowering in the doorway, so I hooked her leash on the doorknob and used my phone flashlight to see. I tried the kitchen lights, but yielded the same results. I shrugged it off, just thinking it was weird, and went in and flipped the closet light off and closed the door to it as well. I put my phone in my pocket and grabbed the leash from the door and was locking the bottom lock when my phone buzzed. I closed the now-locked door and checked my phone. It was my landlord reminding me that she had turned the electric off so there shouldn't be any lights on. I felt a chill run up my spine. My dog pulled hard and I let her run up the stairs. I was gathering myself when I noticed a light flickering in my periphery. Not only was the closest light, was the closet light back on, but the door to it was wide open again. Cold sweat was gathering on my neck and it felt like it was oozing from the top of my head as well. Just as I was about to sprint up the stairs, I heard the unmistakable sound of wheels on carpet. My husband had been in a wheelchair for the past six years. I had donated his chair that morning and there was no more carpet in that whole apartment. I couldn't be hearing what I was hearing. I was beginning to panic when my dog barked, snapping me out of it. I have never sprinted up as fast as I did uh, up those stairs that night. For a few nights thereafter, we moved as fast as possible, coming and going. I heard the wheels a couple more times and felt as if I was being watched for a few nights. But those feelings faded fairly quickly. They returned around his birthday and this year on the anniversary of his death. I like to believe he was just letting me know that he wasn't hurting anymore, that he loved me, and that he would always watch over me.
1: Aww. That's sweet. Sweet.
0: Sweet. I also, though, still love the instinct of I probably know what that is, but I'm going to get the fuck out of here (laughs) anyway.
1: I I
0: think that's so, like, it's such a real reaction, like, oh my god, I think I, uh, bye! <laughs> like, I'm out! Yeah, you know, like, I can't do
1: it. So, so our this makes me think of, so our uh, our uh, friend and personal assistant, live-in personal assistant, Devin, is also a cosplayer, so he's been uh, whiling away the, the quarantine hours by making a really fucking elaborate cosplay, which requires a dress mannequin that he has now put a giant skull mask on top of because it's, it's part of the costume he's making. So it just sits there randomly in our living room, and every night I'm like, Devin, you have to move that somewhere because because even when i know it's there i walk in and see it and my heart stops <laughs> <laughs> and my first instinct is i know what that is but i'm still going to run the fuck back to my bedroom
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah uh uh but you still have the dolls up
1: i can't see the dolls uh when i just walk into the kitchen the dolls are uh in the living room and they're kind of so i then the dolls don't scare me right. but a man sized a a person sized Thing with a skull on its head, or forehead, I should say. Yeah. um, That sorry, that's scarier than a doll any day of the week to me.
0: I mean, I <sighs> get how you would feel that way. I just also the hate
1: closer dolls. something is to my size or larger, the more terrifying I find it.
0: That's true. Unless
1: we're talking about viruses. Oh, anyway. Mm. Okay. Uh,
0: okay. We ha- we knew a guy who uh, would have a mannequin. Up, and he that would he would dress it up as like scary things. Yes, yes. that was always fun.
1: <laughs> I was in his office, right? And every yes. time I fucking went in there, I'd be like, God damn it! For fucking fifteen years, you've had this fucking mannequin there with the same mask on, Um, uh-huh. uh, different clothes, different outfits, but always the same really horrible, like like spooky ghoul mask. Yeah, and it's really terrifying and and a little gross, and and it's just oh, okay, time... that's just your work, buddy.
0: Yep. <laughs> every time it's like what oh. It's not a demon, but maybe it is. Uh, okay, so next, Joshua. Next,
1: this is from Joshua Yeshua. Hello to the sunshines who brighten my spooky soul. Aw. Oh, first things first, you could never disappoint me, Jamie. You're a beautiful queen. Thank and to you. Michael, you're a stoic and very handsome man. Oh, you can my. be a beautiful queen, too, Michael. <laughs> Joshua, I can be a stoic, handsome, beautiful queen. Um... <laughs> I read through my second submission that I submitted when Ghostos uh, 41 was aired, and I decided to rewrite it since I'm very picky about my writing. All right. <laughs> anyway, I was watching Ghostos 41 and remembered that Jamie was curious about my grandmother telling me about the Pitchfork Man. <gasps> yes! All I have is this Growing up, we had an old pitchfork on the side of our older home uh, where we kept our recyclables. The wooden handle was old and splintered, and the pitchfork with ba- uh, was barely holding on to the handle and rusting. My grandmother had chimed in and said that it looked similar to the Pitchfork Man's pitchfork. Curious, we asked who the Pitchfork Man was, <laughs> and all she said was that he was a tall and intimidating man who would punish disobedient children with his trusty pitchfork, or he would kidnap them and hide them in a burlap sack. I will
0: let you. <laughs> I, like I will idea. let you
1: put the pieces together on what he would do to the disobedient children.
0: I like the idea that Pointing. it's like uh, it's either gonna. Punish you with hitting it or he's gonna kidnap you and stab you. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Whatever
1: it is. That's like that's like grandma just sitting there looking I'm like, Oh, that's a cool uh, that's a cool crock pot you've got over there. That reminds me of the crock pot man's crock pot. What are you talking about, Grandma? Oh, he just he's a guy that cooks heads.
0: Yeah, he makes cheese out of your skull. Uh,
1: head cheese. Oh. Uh. OK, putting that story aside, uh, says <laughs> Joshua, I have a very recent experience, which is very spooky. This Ooh. has happened several times, but I uh, recently was alone when the occurrence happened. The house we are currently living in was built in the early 1940s by my great grandfather. Oh, that's kind of cool to live in a house that, that old that was built by a family member. Yeah. Over the years, uh, it acquired a den, another bedroom, a laundry bathroom, and a garage. This house has been in our family since then and has been through many improvement projects. This happened during the beginning of February, but this was the first time I heard it clearly. My parents and younger brother were attending a family birthday party. It was on a Saturday and my bosses were out of town, so I had to work the next day to check out the, uh, check on the animals. After dinner and a shower, I began to relax until I heard footsteps. Now, this isn't the first time I've heard footsteps because they would wake me up from a deep sleep. This was the first time I heard them clearly while I was awake. Mm. I checked to see if my family had come home, and when I saw I was alone, I locked all of the doors and turned off all the lights and stayed locked in my bedroom. The footsteps radiate from the living room through the dining room and stop in the kitchen. I don't know what or who it could be because there were multiple passings in the house. It also doesn't help that my bedroom was also my great uncle's who passed away in his sleep. Anyway, I hope you both (laughs) stay isolated and healthy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Footsteps,
1: again with the footsteps. Lots of footsteps.
0: All right, last one.
1: Last one.
0: from Ryan.
1: Ryan!
0: Hi, Jamie and Michael. I don't have a particularly creepy story, but one that brought me peace of mind when I was young. When I was in fourth grade, my grandpa died in our living room. The only person to ever pass in our house, as my parents, had, be- had it built before we moved in. While he was living with us, before he passed, he used to complain about how bright the lights were in the living room where his bed was. Important detail, I promise. After he passed, my family used to notice that the remote for the TV would go missing or change would disappear or other minor nuisance things that my grandpa would have considered hilarious practical jokes. I used to brush this off until one day we realized that the four bulb lights in my living room hadn't had all four bulbs lit since he passed. Important detail used. Oh, oh. <laughs> and it was ruled out that the wiring was faulty or that the fixture was bad because even if all four bulbs were replaced at the same time, one would always go out and it was never the same one. Interesting. Oh, okay.
1: Eventually, yeah. yeah eventually it's like grandpa's we going, see.
0: See, it's too bright. <laughs> it's too bright. Eventually, we gave up and just let grandpa have his way. However, that wasn't the last encounter I had with him. When growing up, I used to feel like I was being watched. Not in a malicious way, but a loving, just checking on you sort of way. Not, uh, I dismissed it until one time when I happened to see a shadow at my door one night when I had been sad about not having a grandpa anymore. When I saw him, I assumed my grandpa because who else could it have been? I don't want to answer that, Ryan. Um, <laughs> I'm right, here. I'm right here. I just. It stay- could be a
1: dress mannequin with a skull. Come to life. <laughs>
0: Zeus. a demon. It's a demon. (laughs) It's always a demon. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, so I just stayed there observing from my (laughs) my peripherals, or however you spell it, and felt, I get that, uh, and felt an overwhelming, calming (laughs) sensation come over me. Ever since, I have never worried about not having male grandparents, because I know he is still watching over me.
1: Oh, that's good. I like it when it's someone good that's like watching over them because they're like, I love you and I'm just making sure you're good.
0: Just making sure everything's And that okay. the
1: living room is not as fucking bright.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Ooh, Which good stories nice. today.
1: Good stories today. Yeah, I've learned so much.
0: We have. Uh, don't go to the grocery store. That's the lesson.
1: Don't go on a cruise. Also, uh, great lesson. Yeah, if you're going to vomit, don't do it over a balcony.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very important lesson then.
0: Uh, don't yeah. don't try to befriend technology because it doesn't give a shit about you.
1: God, it really doesn't.
0: <laughs> Not at all.
1: I'm so ready to be done with this just so I can save it and send it on to Matt and do his thing because I'm I'm pretty sure the computer is going to just burst into flames randomly when it's out of things to do to fuck with me. It's just going to do that.
0: It's just going to explode, and then Brandon's going to be like, "Well, I don't know how that happened." <laughs>
1: Here's how I can here I can fix it. And he just looks at it and everything goes back to normal.
0: Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. At least Jack, is he's not used to Macs. So he'll just be like, I don't know. It's a Mac. I can't figure it out. And I'm like, thank you for your
1: support. Like,
0: it is weird. I don't know.
1: It's a Mac. It's like a Fisher-Price computer. <laughs> I
0: know. Can't I throw it's like, it in oh, a bounce like, back?
1: It's, it's a leapfrog for adults. <laughs>
0: God, I need one of those.
1: <laughs> I just want a jitterbug and a leapfrog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need a... An, an audio um, leapfrog.
1: Yes, forgot A Zoom sakes.
0: leapfrog.
1: No, oh my God.
0: <sighs> Why not all? Well,
1: of them? time to go read a book.
0: Yeah, time to go do some work that I have to do. Actually,
1: mm, go uh, I'm gonna read a book and I'm gonna work on some music and I still gotta do my my workout. I try to work out from home, but it's hard to get motivated because I'm home.
0: Yeah, Jack and I are <sighs> gonna run in a couple hours when he gets off work as long as it's not raining we'll see what happens it's either raining yeah, hopefully not. or a thousand degrees so we'll see what happens
1: <laughs> <laughs> it'll so be uh, raining and a thousand degrees no.
0: that's true that's very true it'll we'll be raining
1: but fire anyway thank oh, you guys this, this year for sending yes, in your thank stories thank you so much
0: please keep sending your stories we will be having a chat on uh, Tuesday of next week for Discord Tuesday so that'll be I believe at 7 at 9 yes. 7.30 Maybe Central Standard 7, Time. Seven thirty. Check Instagram. Check the Discord. Uh, we'll let you know. Whatever sure.
1: we said it was. <laughs>
0: and uh, Twitter and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, keep sending, keep sending us your stories. That's those are the words Please. I'm trying to say. Please. Uh, and and keep, you should have
1: a lot of them because you're trapped at home now.
0: That's right. Keep washing <laughs> your hands and keeping yourself safe. If you leave the
1: house, wear a mask if you have it. If you don't make one, you can make a mask out of, like, a shirt. There's a really cool video on how to do that on YouTube. Right. I highly recommend it. And it works pretty well. Or
0: you can buy masks that are nerdy on eBay, which is what I did. Fact. Yeah. So, in the meantime, please remember,
1: it's okay it's okay to sleep to with, with the lights, lights on. <laughs>